my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Happy Full House Friday, everyone, or should I say Happy Fuller House Friday? The episode I'm covering today is from Fuller House, Season 3, Episode 4, entitled My Little Hickey. <laughs> this aired September 22nd, 2017. In this episode, Ramona asks Stephanie to keep quiet about her hickey while Fernando has a hard time adjusting to his new living situation. So if you wonder why I'm doing this episode, Sonny Bringus, who played Ramona Gibbler, has a birthday coming up. And I, this is her in honor. This is her birthday episode that I'm, I'm covering for Sonny Bringus' birthday. Which I believe, I think it is February 2nd, her birthday. Let me double check. <laughs> yes, February 2nd. Oh my goodness. She is, February 2nd, she is going to be 20 years old. <laughs> wow, that is just, yeah. So, happy birthday to Sonny Bringus. So, this episode, of course, was directed by Richard Coral. Oh my goodness, there's like 17 other directors. Richard Coral. Let's see who else we got here. Oh! Wait, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. <laughs> see. Um, I hit the wrong button here. Hold on, let me go back. <laughs> uh, okay, where is it? No, I want season three. Thank you. Uh, okay, here we go. No, this episode was directed by Gene Sagal. And, of course, written by Jeff Franklin. And Maria A. Brown. Edie Faye, and Kate Spurgeon. Alright. So we do have some guest stars here. We have returning Isaac Presley playing Bobby Popko, who at this time in the show was Ramona's current boyfriend. We have Landry Bender as Rocky, Jackson's girlfriend and Gia's daughter. We have Trevor Larcom as Mankowski, the kid who's got a, the redheaded boy who's got a crush on DJ, and it's just so awkward and uncomfortable to watch. I don't like it. We have someone playing Nugs, uh, Marlick Mar, Mar Walker, I believe his name is. We have Ronnie Akurati playing Gene. We have Tristan Chase playing Teenage Boy, and we have Tyler. Noose now playing kids. So these must be the other kids that when um, Ramona and Popko go to play laser tag. Yeah, I, that's got to be where these kids are coming from. So this episode's got a 7.0 out of 10 based on 263 ratings. 
ratings. Let's see here. Is there any tri I'm not seeing trivia. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I think we do. Second appearance of Gia's daughter, Rocky. Popco's sixth appearance in the series. Edited fifth. Popco was not in season two's Nutcracker episode. Okay. So someone went in and edited that. All right. Let's see. Do we have any reviews here? No. We have no reviews for this episode. All right. Before I officially get into the episode, I want to let you Tanner newbies who have just jumped on the Tanner train on this podcast for the first time, I want to say welcome. And I want to let you know where you can find the podcast on social media. It does have its own Facebook page. Just type in the search bar, Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast. The All My Land to Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Also, on Instagram at OMHC. Full House, Fuller House Podcast. Also, the podcast does have a email address. It is omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. The best ways to listen to the podcast are either iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Yeah, the podcast isn't available on Spotify, so sorry about that. Also, thing about this podcast that sets it apart from some of the other Full House po Fuller House podcasts is this podcast is a clean, family-friendly, all ears of all ages podcast. So you can listen to it with your kids around. You can listen to it on speaker so everyone can hear it and you don't got to worry about any F-bombs, H-bombs, S-bombs, whatever bombs being dropped. You don't got to worry about that. Also, Another thing about this podcast is I don't go in chronological order of air date, episode by episode, season by season. I like to stick with themes. Currently, right now, in January 2022, I covered the Jesse and the Girls <laughs> series, which covered Fogged In and <laughs> Three Men and Another Baby. And we got the beats. So each episode dealt with Jesse, with Jesse and DJ, Jesse and Michelle, and then Jesse and Stephanie. February, of course, is going to be my Valentine's Day dating disasters series. So that's going to be covering season two's triple date, season three's lust in the dust, and season six is the dating game so look forward to that coming this month all right so also if you want to support the podcast i would love to hear from you you can go to <laughs> itunes type in full house or fuller house podcast like i said the all my land to holy chalupas podcast will pop up scroll down to where it says leave a review and leave a review all five star reviews help this podcast get noticed by other full house and fuller house fans like yourselves we are so close to getting to that 5.0 mark i just i can feel it just a couple more reviews and i'm gonna we're gonna be there and i just uh, i wanna i wanna I want to be one of those best <laughs> Full House, Fuller House podcasts. I just, I'm so excited for it. So if you enjoy the podcast and you want to support it, just leave a review. Have fun. 
Use emojis. If you want to use emojis to describe episode titles of either Full House or Fuller House, I might have a better chance with Full House episodes because I've watched them a hundred times. Uh, go for it. Go for it. And <laughs> I would love to try my hand at guessing those titles. So, all right. Without further ado, let's jump into in honor of Sonny Bringus, Ramona Gibbler's birthday. Season three's My Little Hickey. <laughs> it's always, it's funny with her episodes. It's either the not so great something or other, or the not so epic something or other, or like my little, yeah, my R R R Ramona, which I believe I did cover that last February. So yeah. All right. Let's jump into this. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. So the episode opens in the living room. Popco and Ramona are coming back from somewhere. And she is stressing now because he gave her a hickey. And when she reveals it, you hear the audience just go, whoa. Like, oh my gosh. Just total shock. Total shock. And... Popco's trying to make excuses, saying, oh, you're so beautiful and everything. I just got carried away. And Ramona says, well, I can't let my parents see this. So she takes her hair and covers her neck with it. It's almost, the way that she does it later, it almost kind of makes me think of um, the Beast in the animated Beauty and the Beast movie where he's got that, you know, go long, you know, goatee thing, but he's got a little bow on it. I just, I don't know why I pictured that when I see that. It's just I mean, cuz she doesn't look but like that, but it's just how she's got her hair kind of underneath her chin like that. And Pop goes like, "Wow, you look hot with a beard." It's like, "Dude, your hormones are showing. Calm down." I'm sorry. I don't care. Uh, look, I'm really sorry. I really don't care. Sorry isn't going to get rid of this hickey. <laughs> look, it's just, you're so beautiful, I, I got carried away and over-nibbled. <laughs> it looks like I made out with a shop vac. <laughs> I can't let my parents see this. They'll freak out. Especially uh, Fernando. <laughs> Cover it? Not only does it cover it, but you look hot with a beard. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I think we all know how hickeys work. A person sucks on someone's neck, and of course, the suction makes the person develop like this. It's almost like a rash or something. And it's just, uh, I don't know, kids even do that nowadays? They do the hickey thing? I mean, I never did it as a teenager. I didn't. I didn't have boyfriends as a, as a teenager. I'll say I, I did that in my twenties. I did that in my twenties. I know that's not like you're. That's too old to be doing that. I'm sure. So Kimmy comes in. and She's oh Ramona. Is that a summer do? I keep forgetting because I think like season three. Yes, yeah, that during the summertime. And. You know that Kimmy is always really impressed with things that Ramona does. Probably even, you know, like, ooh, I want to try that too. Uh, 
because she's like, oh, what's is that a new summer do, Ramona? And Ramona says, yeah, it's a, uh, it's like a ponytail. Only I guess it's would be called like a a, a chin tail, like, eh, it's okay. I mean, it'll keep your neck warm. It'll t- it'll keep the space underneath your chin warm. I mean, that's what I think. It's it's okay. I don't know if that's even a, has that ever been done before. I'm, I should look that up. Yeah, and Kimmy just like, oh, let me try it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Kimmy. Everyone's got some good ideas, good fashion ideas. Yeah, of course, Kimmy does it, and then she pulls out her phone and says, "Perfect Instagram." Like, oh, they're gonna Instagram a photo together of this. Yikes. Yeah, and Kimmy says, hashtag chin tags, chin tail sisters. <laughs> See, with Kimmy's hair is the right complexion for the color of the beast's hair in the animated Beauty and the Beast. So I'm definitely getting um, little uh, bow goatee chin tail dealy. <laughs> Popco says, I don't know which one of you is cuter. It's neck and neck. <laughs> Popco, go away. Popco, always with the hats. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. He just. Popco just seems kind of smarmy. It just. Mm, never been a fan. But then again, I mean, if I had to choose between him and Gia. Oh boy, um, I guess I'd lean on the side of G- liking Gia a little bit more than Popco. I don't know. Popco just comes off as, uh, yeah, creepy te- teen boy. Intentions never honorable. And yeah, she practically shoves Popco out the door. And Kimmy says, you know, it's nice to see that Popco's turned into a little gentleman. And Ramona says, yeah. He has, but every once in a while he can really suck. And I'm thinking, yeah, how many uh, Hickey references are we going to get in this episode? Hey, guys. Ramona. Is that some new summer dew? <laughs> yes, yes, it's, um, see, it's a ponytail for your chin, so it's, a chin tail. <laughs> Let me try it. Mm. <laughs> and, and then you do uh-huh. okay? like this. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Why did anyone try to copy that? Oh, seeing this perfect episode? Instagram. Hashtag chin tail sisters. <laughs> I don't know which one of you is cuter. It's neck and neck. See what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did. <laughs> Goodbye, Popco. <laughs> it's nice to see Popco's turned into a little gentleman. Yes, uh, although every once in a while he can really suck. <laughs> so, Stephanie comes in on her crutches, because in season three, uh, Jody had broken her ankle or leg or something and they're able to write it into the show and 
she looks at Kimmy, who's also got the chin tail. And, of course, Kimmy's like, oh, all the cool kids are doing it. And Kimmy leaves the room, and then Ramona's like, uh, bye, Steph. And Stephanie, right, she she gets it. She knows. She's like, see ya, Hickey. And Ramona immediately stops on the stairs. Like, yeah, you've been found out. You might have been able to fool Kimmy with the chin tail, but you ain't fooling Steph. Steph knows. And Ramona comes over. She, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> and Stephanie says, oh, please. I'm the queen of hiding hickeys. Who do you think invented the turtleneck bikini? That sounds really weird. I can't even picture that in my head. And Stephanie says, I can't believe the neckini never caught on. <laughs> and she thought, well, maybe it was the tan lines. Oh my goodness. Well, so Stephanie, of course, is going to school Ramona in how to properly hide a hickey. So Ramona asks Stephanie, like, you please help me hide this. And Stephanie says, oh yeah, don't worry about it. I got this. And Ramona says, you know, you are the coolest she-wolf in the pack. <laughs> of course, Stephanie is just like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to deny that. So, But Rowena does ask Stephanie to keep this a secret. Can you please not tell my mom about this? And I'm thinking this is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not conflict of interest. I don't know. Stephanie says, all right, well, because she's really hesitant to agree to this. She's like, well, if it's really important to you, I won't tell her. And I'm like, Stephanie, Kimmy is Ramona's mom. And I'd be like, well, I won't tell her, but you need to. And if you don't, then I am going to have to because I can't keep secrets from your mom. That's just not right. And... Ramona asks, well, did you tell your dad about your first hickey? And Kimmy's, oh, like, oh, god, no. I mean, I mean, Stephanie says, oh, god, no. I mean, I'd still be grounded. <laughs> well, you probably would. <laughs> we know Danny. And Ramona says, well, I can't tell my mom. I mean, she want to have a hickey talk and then a boy talk and a you're growing up talk. Yeah, it's just, hmm. I can see why Ramona is hesitant because Kimmy wants to be involved in every single aspect of Ramona's life, which may be okay when they're a kid, but as a teenager, it's like that's the last thing your teen is going to want you to have anything to do with their personal life. Apparently, even a song that Kimmy sings about uh, body changing and growing up and armpit hair, and I'm not going to attempt to sing that. <laughs> Hey. Hmm. All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> so, well, see you, Stephanie. See you, Hickey. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, please. I am the queen of hiding hickeys. Who do you think invented the turtleneck bikini? <laughs> you know, I can't believe the neckini never caught on. Hmm. Might have been the tan lines. <laughs> Will you please help me cover this up? Sure. I gotcha. Thanks, Stephanie. You know, you're the coolest she-wolf in the pack. Oh, why, thank you. <laughs> you know, I've, I've always said that. <laughs> oh, 
Can you please not tell my mom about it? Ooh, well, if it's really important to you, I won't tell her. But I definitely think you should. Well, did you tell your dad about your first sticky? Oh, God, no, I'd still be grounded. <laughs> well, I can't tell my mom. You know, she'll want to have a hickey talk, and then a boy talk, and then a you're growing up talk. <laughs> and then she'll sing that corny song, your body is a changing, oh no, awkward, your parts are rearranging, your armpits now have hair. So now we move to the kitchen where Jackson is playing like table, like on the kitchen table, hockey with Oreos. And the ghoul shoots, he shoots it right into, uh, what, what the heck is this? Something Kowski or whatever? The big redhead. Shoots it right into his mouth and he has like, score! And then he says, milk me. And then the guy's got like a squeeze bottle of milk. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Oh my god, yeah. I can see why Rocky... <laughs> Staring at these, uh, Mankowski, I think his name was, right? The redhead? And then the, uh, two, uh, black boys there, which is cool. That, uh, they're all hanging out and everything like that. And they're like, the, the one guy's like, he said milk me and you gave him milk. <laughs> and I'm, they're just laughing, thinking this is so funny. And then... <laughs> Oh, they're using, like, hockey sticks. They're using, like, breadsticks as hockey sticks. Or pretzel rods or something. And I like how Rocky is just, like, rolling her eyes at this and saying, See, this is why women date older men. Yeah. Oh, what's he gonna do? He's shooting both the defenders. He lands the Oreo. He goes, he shoots, and he scores! He said, milk me, and then you gave him milk! This is why women date older men. Yeah, there is so much food on this counter. It is unreal. Maybe those are breadsticks and not pretzel rods. Or something. There's a bowl of popcorn. There's Oreos. There's some type of generic soda. There's, I don't know, fruit juice. There's shredded wheat squares. And chips open. Just all this food. I'm like, oh, teenagers. They eat so much. Yeah, and DJ comes in and says, oh, hello, teens I don't know and yet are eating all my food. Okay, so, um, again, Mankowski being gross and weird. And uh, it's just incredibly awkward. He's like, you're like a sexy mom in a tuna fish commercial. Commercial. And I'm thinking, yes, we all know Charlie the Tuna, the tuna fish that Candace Cameron Bure was in those commercials and I, I the writers like just throw that in there that's gonna be a cute nod the audience goes wild after he says that like Woo! I'm like okay calm guys <laughs> we know we get it she was in a tuna fish many tuna fish commercials commercials and she says I like this one pointing at man and man cows again uh, yeah it's gonna get weird later it's like she's saying the line from a tuna fish cover. Like, yeah, and I do like tuna. It's a smart choice when I'm on the go. 
I'm sure that's a line from the tuna fish commercial. Yes. Yes, Deej, why are you explaining it to them? And us. <laughs> we know tuna fish. Okay, so we got Mankowski, woohoo, redhead, we already know. We got Nugs, and we got Gene. And of course, Gene is a little nervous. He said, um, <laughs> Jackson says he's seen every movie ever made. And he says, you had me at hello, Jerry Maguire. Okay, I want to go on record now and say that, um, okay, we do have a young black man and we do have a, I am not sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't want to mess up this boy's, uh, nationality or who he, uh, I will call him a person of color at this moment. Um, that's who Nugs is. Oh, no, Gene. I'm sorry. No, Gene. And <clears throat> DJ's a little confused because she's like, oh, are you talking to me? Because the boy is, he's shy and nervous and his eyes are kind of closed and that's why she's, oh, are you talking to me? And then he's like, are you talking to me? You know, that Taxi Driver movie. And DJ says, may the force be with you, Star Wars. And this kid just, he's like, I don't like it when other people do it. <laughs> And he walks away. <laughs> awkward. Very awkward. And Jackson said, alright guys, let's go study. And DJ said, wow, Jackson, I'm really impressed that you're studying on a Saturday. He's like, well, we actually kind of forgot to study Monday through Friday. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is Jackson, so. Yeah, Mankowski has, or all last school year since, you know, they're all in summer school. And they all laugh at that because it's so funny. <laughs> Love the glare that Rocky gives them. Like, oh, DJ's just looking at them a little confused. Like, I'm gonna ask a question, and I'd like the truth. Ask. <laughs> she asks, "Are you all high?" And they all burst out laughing. Kowski again with the awkward. Uh, Jackson's mom, you got it going on. Like, okay, stop. Can we just? Ugh. Ugh. Sure, you want to look at DJ as a hot mom? Go for it. Whatever. But it's just, uh, I don't like this. And the fact that she's asking, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're high on sugar and caffeine. <laughs> and they're teenagers where they think every single thing under the sun is hilarious. And we will never know why. Oh, it's after he says that, Jackson's mom has got it going. Wait, is that like a song Stacy's mom has got it going on? Because the audience goes wild after he says this line. Well, I, I do soul cycle. And TJ, of course, is like, well, I mean, I do soul cycle and I try to eat clean, so. Yes, why do you keep explaining yourself, Deej? <laughs> and Nugs is like, classic Jackson's mom. <laughs> Oh, hello, teens I don't know and yet are eating all my food. <laughs> wow, I'm like a sexy mom in a tuna fish commercial. <laughs> oh, the audience I like it. this one. <laughs> and I do love tuna. It's a smart choice when I'm on the go. Mm. Why am I explaining this to you? So that's Minkowski, this is Nugs, and uh, here's Gene. He's seen every movie ever made. Oh. You had me at hello, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> are, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Taxi driver. 
Oh. Okay. Uh, may the force be with you, Star Wars. I don't like it when other people do it. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's go study. Oh, Jackson, I am impressed that you guys are studying on a Saturday. Well, uh, we kind of forgot to study Monday through Friday, so... <laughs> or all last school year. <laughs> Classic Mankowski. <laughs> I'm gonna ask a question, and I'd like the truth. Are you all high? <laughs> oh, Mom. Jackson's mom. You got it going on. <laughs> I, I do soul cycle and I try to eat clean and, and why do I keep explaining myself? <laughs> Classic Jax's mom. <laughs> they seem like nice boys. They're idiots. Yeah. Yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> so the doorbell rings and DJ starts to walk out and then she turns and says, they're nice boys, aren't they? She says that to Rocky. And Rocky, Rocky says, they're idiots. <laughs> and DJ's like, yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> so, yeah, she comes in the living room, says, it's always open. The door opens. Of course, it's Fernando. Yeah, he says, hello, neighbor. My name is Fernando. I just moved in next door. It's like, we know that, Fernando. He's like trying to be so polite. He's like, I don't want to be in position, but back in the day, I used to live here. Like, uh, yeah, and... What are you getting at, Fernando? And he says, I was wondering if I could come and look around the old place. And she tells him, you just moved out of here three days ago. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly having a hard time adjusting. He goes and he just is taking in the room and she says, not much has changed. Well, in three days time, I don't think it would. <laughs> I really don't think it would. Max comes in, and he takes one look at Fernando, like, oh no, he's back! And then Fernando runs over to Max and picks him up and twirls him in the air and says, oh, Max, you're getting so big! And Max is just gritting his teeth, like, put me down. Then Fernando goes over to the couch, and he just lays on it, like, oh, this is the couch where I would take my siestas. And Max looks at DJ and asks, what is wrong with him? <laughs> And DJ says, well, that's a Pandora's box you do not want to open. And Fernando is just like, oh, the memories are coming back. You remember that Christmas where we sang that song about the flying animal with the disfigured face? I'd be like, oh, God, what song would that be? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> DJ says. Oh, of course, Fernando wants to make his way to the kitchen. Does this door still lead to the kitchen? And Max, like, practically barricades to the door, like, throws himself against it. DJ grabs Fernando by the arm and says, Hey, I know a memory we can relive. And she grabs his arm, leads him, leads him to the front door, says, Remember that time that you went out on the front porch? And he says, Oh, that sounds familiar. And then she says, And then I went back inside. He says, Uh-huh. And then she has, and shut the door as she proceeds to shut the door. <laughs> See, now, DJ, you could probably think this is probably all what Danny and Jesse and Joey all wanted to do when Kimmy kept coming over all the time. And, <laughs> and then you see Fernando, like, putting his face up against the outside of the door, says, and then what happened? 
And TJ says, you went back to your old house. And then she proceeds to lock the door. He starts rattling the doorknob. Like, uh, I thought it was always open. It's like, yes, but not to you. You need to go back to your own home next door. He's clearly not handling this well. It's always open. <laughs> oh, hello, neighbor. <laughs> My name is Fernando. <laughs> I just moved in next door. Fernando. I don't want to be an imposition, but back in the day, I used to live here. <laughs> and I was wondering if I could take a look around the old place. You just moved out of here three days ago. <laughs> Not much has changed. Oh, no. <laughs> He's back. My dear friend, Max. <laughs> oh. oh. You're getting so big. Put me down. Lifting my heart, the very couch where I used to take my siestas. What is wrong with him? Well, that's a Pandora's box you do not want to open. <laughs> the memories are flooding back. Do you remember that Christmas where we sang carols about the flying animal with a disfigured face? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Why did I not guess that? Does that door still lead to the kitchen? <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you know, I just thought of a good memory we can relive. Remember that time that you went out on the front porch? Sounds familiar. And then I went back inside? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And shut the door. And then what happened? You went back to your own house. That's not how I remember it. Hello? Hello? I thought it was always open. All right, so now we're in Ramona's bedroom. Stephanie is applying some makeup. And she's like, all right, Ramona, check it out. And she uses the mirror and sees that it's gone. And Stephanie says, yeah, I'm like the David Copperfield of covering up hickeys. First you see it, and then your parents don't. <laughs> yeah, because Ramona's like, it's like, it's not even there. It's gone. It's like Popco's lips were never, never there. Like, oh my gosh. So Kimmy comes in and asks what happened to Ramona's chin tail because <laughs> Kimmy said, I just accessorized mine because she put a little bow there. And that is definitely, again, Beast vibes from Beauty and the Beast with the little bow. Um, and she's surprised, like, you and Stephanie are doing makeovers? But, oh yeah, because... When she asks, you know, what happened to your chin tail, Ramona says, oh, well, that was so 20 minutes ago. And then when Kimmy says, well, you and Stephanie are doing makeovers? That's our thing. And then Ramona says, well, I, I'd love to stay in chat, Mom, but I'm meeting Popco for laser tag. And Kimmy says, laser tag? But that's our thing. And Ramona says, Mom, you say that about everything. You call everything our thing. And Kimmy says, well, that's because that's my thing. Like, yeah, she does want to kind of have a life separate from you, Kimmy. I know it's hard to kind of grasp because, you know, your daughter is a teenager. She's not a six-year-old anymore. 
Kimmy starts taking that stroll down memory lanes and oh, seems like only yesterday I was dropping you off at kindergarten with a backpack that was bigger than you. Ramona says, you know, Mom, maybe you should go lay down. And she said, well, I can't because Steve's coming over to sample wedding cake. So this is, of course, in season three where Steve is presumably going to marry CJ. And then Kimmy goes on about saying how Steve will one day, you know, he'll have kids and his kids will grow up and leave him too. And Kimmy just can't hide the tears anymore. It's like, oh, she is just a, a tear factory. And the Stephanie says, Ramona, you go on. I'll take care of Kimmy. <laughs> and Stephanie says, oh, there, there. And then she gets her crutches and Stephanie hobbles out of there. Kimmy says, well, I thought you were going to deal with this. And Stephanie says, well, you stopped crying, didn't you? All right. Okay, a little yellow concealer to cover up the purple. <laughs> and check it out. It's gone. <laughs> it's like Pop Goes Lips were never even there. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the David Copperfield of hickeys. First you see it, and then your parents don't. Hey, guys. Hey, what happened to your chin tail? I just accessorized mine. Oh, that was so 20 minutes ago. Are you guys doing makeovers? Ramona, that's our thing. Sorry, Mom, I don't have time. I'm meeting up with Popka to go play laser tag. Laser tag? Ramona, that's our thing. You say everything's our thing. Because that's my thing. Oh, you're growing up so fast. It seems like just yesterday I was dropping you off at kindergarten with a backpack that was bigger than you. Oh, sweet cheese, here come the tears. Mom, you should lie down. I can't. Steve's coming by to sample wedding cakes. And then he's gonna get married and have kids. And then they'll grow up and leave him too. <laughs> Go on, I'll deal with this. Well, there, there. It's gonna be okay. <clears throat> I thought you were gonna deal with this. Well, you stopped crying, didn't you? Wow, she's good. I noticed on Stephanie's, one of her crutches, it's got like an attached uh, cup holder, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that you could do it. I've never had a set of crutches. I've never broken a bone. I really want to keep that streak intact for like ever to never break a bone or any of that. So DJ's in the backyard playing with Tommy, who's probably about three at this point. And... <laughs> It's really cool this, like, little tykes set up with this little small car and then this little, like, ramp trail that goes from the fence all the way to the side of the house. And here we got Fernando peeping over the fence. This is just all kinds of wrong. So Tommy is the one that notices Fernando peeking over the fence. Like, why is he hiding? And DJ says, yeah, that's not creepy at all. And then it's like, can I help you? And Fernando says, yes, of course I will come over. And then he installed a gate in the fence. And she's like, well, when did you put this in? He says, in the middle of the night so you wouldn't stop me. 
And then he invites himself to go have fudge sickles. And he darts up. This is honestly annoying. Fernando is really annoying me this episode. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest. He's not my favorite character. In fact, he annoys me more than what Kimmy did on occasion when I was growing up watching Full House. Okay, Tommy, you ready to go? Yeah. Hold on tight. I will come over. No, no, I did not invite. Well, hey, when did you put that gate in? In the middle of the night. So you would not stop me. I have a good idea. Fudgesicles. No, Fernando. Hey, you have your own house now that you need to spend time in with your own fudgesicles. Yeah, really. Fernando. door and a single bite of a fudgesicle? I knew I shouldn't have let him in the house. <laughs> Fernando! Hey, I know you're in here. Give yourself up and go home. Fernando! <laughs> oh, it's just, I don't know why he is really getting in my crawl. I mean, I think get it's supposed to be funny and stuff, but he's just really irritating me to no end. Now, we go up to Kimmy's place, which was Jesse and Becky's place, and Steve is trying out the cake samples, which are large cake samples. And, of course, being that Steve, the Steve we know from Full House, has such an appetite that definitely has not changed. So... The way that Steve is, like, eating this cake and sniffing it, you'd think he were going wine tasting. And Kimmy's like, Steve, can you hurry it up and just pick a wedding cake? I have some place to be. Yeah, because she wants to crash Ramona's laser tag with Popco. He says, I'm a cake connoisseur. Like, I'm sure you are. Just pick one. Not to mention, why shouldn't... That should be something that both he and CJ do together. I mean, when I picked out my wedding cake, it was a white cake with... Or was it yellow? One of... It was, anyway, it, and it had raspberry um, filling in the middle. He sniffs it and he says, Ah, 2017 Duncan Hines. He says, Very good year for red velvets. I've never been into red velvet cake. I don't know why, but I just, I'm not into that. Yeah, and Kimmy just rushing him along. Like, can you just pick a cake? He says, I'm not going to rush this. The last time I picked a cake when I got married, I, my, at my, for my first marriage, now I can't even look at lemon chiffon. Without, yeah, he's like, I can't even look at lemon chiffon without thinking, why didn't I just get a, get a prenup? Yeah, Steve, why didn't you? And Kimmy is at her wits. I'm like, save it for your therapist. Just pick a freaking cake. Oh, here comes Stephanie. She proceeds to just take a piece of each cake and shove it into Steve's mouth. 
So, yeah, Stephanie goes up there because she's like, what's the big emergency, Kimmy? And Kimmy says, I want to surprise Ramona at Laser Tag. So you've just been rehired as the junior partner at Gibbler Style Party Planning. And the thing is, they really drop this later. They really don't seem to... It just, yeah, it really seems like this whole Gibbler style party planning was fine in, you know, season one and two. But then you might get a mention of it every once in a while in the following seasons. And it's like, I don't get it. And of course, Stephanie says, well, you said you couldn't afford me. And Kimmy says, oh, that won't be a problem. I cut your pay in half. I'm like, excuse me? Oh, <laughs> and, and Stephanie's trying to interject here. And Kimmy's like, it's very unprofessional to argue in front of the client. Oh my goodness. There's like nine or ten or eleven pieces of layer cake here for Steve. This is insane. Oh yeah, Kimmy pretty much has Stephanie hang out with Steve while he tries wedding cakes. Says, oh, take your time, no rush on that deposit, by the way. And before she goes, she says to Stephanie, hurry him up and get the money now. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I have some place to be. Pick a wedding cake already. I am a cake connoisseur. <laughs> ah, 2017 Duncan Hines. Very good year for red velvets. Can you please hurry this up? I'm not going to rush this. I picked the wrong cake the first time I got married. Now I can't even look at lemon chiffon without thinking, why didn't I just get a prenup? Save it for your therapist. Pick a freaking cake. Brown cake. Ooh, that's a good one. White cake. Yellow cake. Oh, boy. Kimmy, what is the big emergency? I want to surprise Ramona at laser tag. So, congratulations. You've just been rehired as the junior partner at Gibbler Style Party Planning. But you said you could no longer afford me. Oh, that won't be a problem. I cut your pay in half. Kimmy, it is very unprofessional to argue in front of the client. You're going to love my new associate. She's fabulous. Take your time and no rush with that deposit. Hurry him up and get the money now. Okay, so Jackson's in his room with Nugs and Mankowski and Rocky and and Jean. Jean is actually sitting on the end of Jackson's bed and petting Cosmo. And I like how uh, Nugs is <laughs> playing with the... Uh, solar system thing hanging because he's laying on Max's bed. So Jackson's going through the questions and he says, okay, he asks, okay, people, so why is Abraham Lincoln important? And Mankowski says, well, didn't he invite, invent that job website? And Rocky just rolls her eyes and says, that's LinkedIn. And no, he didn't. So, yeah, Rocky's gonna school these guys and the importance of Abraham Lincoln says, all right, listen up, dum-dums. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president. He also freed the slaves and was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth. Mankowski is like, nah, none of that sounds right. It's like, well, then you need to read up on your Lincoln. 
other boys don't even believe it either. It's like, oh my, you are how old and you don't know Jack Diddley about Abraham Lincoln? What school are you going to again? Of course Max comes in. I can imagine he's probably like, why are you on my bed? Yeah, he goes over and he's looking at Nugs and says, hey, why are you sitting on my unicorn? And then he goes over to uh, Jean and asks, and why are you petting my dog? Like Max, he's a family dog. Cosmo doesn't seem to mind. He says, come on, Cosmo. And Cosmo just sits there. And then everyone laughs at Max. Like, <laughs> and Max, asks, what did you do to Cosmo? And Mankowski says, I changed his name. I'm like, oh, no, you did not. Come here, Derek. De Derek. Like, Derek from Full House, Michelle's friend, Derek S. Boyd, that Derek? That's right, walks right over to Mankowski. And the boys all laugh. And Max is like, you changed my dog's name? Mankowski says, well, he told me his real name is Derek. Sure, sure, Mankowski. The one who thinks that Abraham Lincoln invented that job site, LinkedIn. Apparently, Mankowski can talk to dogs. Good for you. <laughs> but unfortunately, he, he, Mankowski can't. He can't talk to cats. Who can? And Nugs laughed at that. He's like, <laughs> but not cats. And Mankowski apparently is serious. Like, hey, it's not funny. We have two cats at home and I have no idea what they want. Max starts screaming for DJ. And she says, what now, Max? Fernando's loose in the house. And he's in the doorway and then he takes off. Oh my gosh, this is just so irritating. I can't stand Fernando in this episode. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, Max says, Jackson's goon squad sat on my unicorn and renamed my dog. Yeah, Max is like... Jackson's goon squad sat on my unicorn and renamed my dog. Make them leave. Like, get them out of here. So, Jackson says, well, you can't kick us out because we're the six-pack. And Max asks, why are you the six-pack? There's only four of you. So, Jackson says, you want to know why? Because we can do this. And all four guys... Well, there's... Well... I thought they were including Rocky, but no, it's just the guys. No, they pretend to crack open a beer, guzzle it, and then smash an invisible can against their head. <laughs> and DJ is like, oh, that was kind of cute. And Rocky says, it was totally lame. And Jackson said, no, everyone out, we're trying to study. And of course, Nug says, yeah, listen to Jackson. He's our study group captain. I'm like... Uh, you guys need help. Rocky should be the study group captain. Mankowski says he's super brain strong. We call him the professor. Sure. DJ is surprised. Like, really? You call my Jackson the professor? And Max is like, Mom, I'm pretty sure they're using it ironically. <laughs> Mankowski says, oh, I don't know what ironically means, but you know who would? The professor. And... 
GX, Nug says, yeah, he already got a D minus. And with any, any luck, he'll help us get a D minus, too. That's not something to be proud of, unless he's going from an F to a D minus. The look on DJ's face is just, oh boy. And Jackson says, stick with me, it'll happen. Now, you guys need to find some real study people, because Jackson is just going to bring you down, grade wise. And. Gene says, Jackson is a natural-born leader. And DJ asks, oh, what movie is that from? And Gene says, it's not from a movie. It's from my heart. Yeah, DJ says, why don't you and the guy, Jackson, why don't you and the guys go order pizza on me? And they're like, oh, classic Jackson's mom. Okay, before he leaves, says, I'll be 18 in four years. I'm like, and? She ain't gonna want you then, buddy. Let's just stop with this grossness. He even says, wait for me. No. And when he turns, he winks at her. Uh, I'm just disgusted very much. Audience loves that though, apparently. Seeing DJ as the hot mom. Oh. Max turns to DJ and says, mom, don't feed them. And she kind of looks at Max like a, and he says, they'll keep coming back. Like, don't, don't feed, like, like a stray cat. <laughs> like Fernando. <laughs> and, you know, she's kind of sucking up for Jackson. Like, don't you get it, honey? Those guys, they make Jackson feel good about himself. And she tells Max, you know, he's never been the leader. I noticed that even in season three, Jackson does have the skateboards on the wall, hanging on the wall. And DJ says, you know, I bet being top dog feels pretty good. And Max says, it does. And I would know. <laughs> oh, Max. So DJ sits Max down and at the end of Jack. It's basically a leg on Jackson's footlocker at the foot of his bed. And just says, let... Jackson have his six pack and she said I mean what are the odds those guys are going to be his best friends for life yeah you really don't see the the two other boys later on you just see Mankowski on occasion <laughs> Rocky she comes up she's I love how she sidles up to DJ and says two words Kimmy Gibbler Oh, girl, she knows. She got DJ pegged. <laughs> she knows her so well. Okay, people, so why is Abraham Lincoln important? Didn't Lincoln invent that job website? <laughs> That's LinkedIn. <laughs> All right, look, dum-dums. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president. He freed the slaves and was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth. Nah, none of that sounds right. right. <laughs> hey, why are you sitting on my unicorn? And why are you petting my dog? Come on, Cosmo. <laughs> what did you do to Cosmo? I changed his name. Come here, Derek. You changed my dog's name? He told me his real name is Derek. I can talk to dogs. <laughs> but not cats. <laughs> but not cats. Dude, it's not funny. We have two cats at home and I have no idea what they want. Mom! Mom! Wait now, Max. Fernando's loose in the house. 
my dog. Make them leave. You can't kick us out. We're the six-pack. Why are you the six-pack? There's only four of you. You want to know why? So we can do this. Go, 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 go. go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was totally lame. <laughs> okay, everybody out. We're trying to study. Yeah, listen to Jackson. Harder. He's our study group captain. He's super brain strong. We call him the professor. <laughs> really? You call my Jackson the professor? I'm sure they're using it ironically. I don't know what ironically means, but you know who would? The professor. <laughs> He already got a D minus. With any luck, he'll help us get a D minus too. <laughs> Stick with me. It'll happen. Jackson is a natural born leader. What movie is that from? It's not from a movie. It's from my heart. <laughs> Jackson, why don't you and the guys uh, go order some pizzas on me? Oh, awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Classic Jackson's bomb. <laughs> I'll be 18 in four years. <laughs> Wait for me. Mom, don't feed them. <laughs> They'll keep coming back. Like Fernando. Oh, honey, don't you get it? Those guys, they make Jackson feel good about himself. He's never been the leader. I bet being top dog feels pretty good. It does. And I would know. <laughs> Just let Jackson have his six pack. I mean, what are the odds those guys are gonna be his best friends for life? Two words. Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> so Kimmy, after getting a couple kids, you know, knocked out of this laser tag game, does find Ramona, who's surprised to see her there. No, she's not happy to see her mom there. And she's like, Mom, what are you doing here? And Kimmy's like, well, you kept saying that this was our thing, so that's why I'm here. And Ramona says, no, you were the one who was saying that. And here comes Pop Popco, and he's got, like, a bunch of, like, dots on his face. And Kimmy's like, what's wrong with your face? He's like, oh, no, is my zit cream lighting up? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ramona just starts chuckling because it's funny. So, yeah, Ramona's like, come on, Mom, you're embarrassing me. And then, apparently, whatever concealer Stephanie used to cover Ramona's hickey is also glowing. And Ramona's trying to play it off like it's an exit, which it's not. And then the announcer comes on and turns off the laser tag lights and saying that there's a mature adult on the premises, possibly a mom, and just says, all right, we're going to time out here. And ugh, good grief. Like, you need to let Ramona have her time with her friends because you're being stifling, Kimmy. And yeah, once the lights come up, Kimmy sees, like, no, that's not a zit. That looks like, that's a hickey. And Popco plays it off and, like, oh, who did this to you? And Ramona says, you did. And he chuckles nervously. <laughs> and he ends up turning the gun, the laser gun on himself. He's like, whoops, I'm out. Bye. 
And Kimmy is just hurt that Ramona didn't confide in her. Like, he, and Kimmy, uh, Ramona is telling her mom, like, Mom, please don't freak out. And Kimmy says, "What? What are you talking about freaking out? I mean, seriously. I mean, you got a hickey, you got a boyfriend. You're just you're growing up. Oh God, please tell me she's not gonna sing that song." And she starts it, and I'm like, please stop, Kimmy. Just, we don't need to hear the song. And apparently the next line after the armpit hair thing is, what's going on down there? It's normal, don't be scared. So what, is she talking about her period? I don't know. It dawns on Kimmy, yeah, that's why Ramona was doing makeup with Stephanie, and she confided in Stephanie instead of Kimmy. So, of course, um, Kimmy feels hurt that Ramona would confide in Stephanie over her. And she's like, you told Stephanie about your hickey instead of me? And Ramona says, no, I didn't tell Stephanie. She just saw it. So apparently this laser tag place is being run by uh, an 18-year-old or something. Because, like, lady, it's just a hickey. I wish I had one. Like, guy, TMI. And Kimmy says, stay out of this, nerd, to this teen announcer of this laser tag thing. So, Kimmy says, alright, young lady, we're going home. Follow me. And she start, Kimmy starts doing cartwheels out of there because they resume playing the game. Ramona, I found you. What are you doing here? I cut my meeting short because you kept saying this is our thing. No, that was you. The important thing is that you are overjoyed that I'm here. Hey, what brings you here, Miss G? What's wrong with your face? Uh-oh. Is my zit cream lighting up? <laughs> There's no time for chit-chat. We're too exposed. I'll cover you. Wait for my signal. Now what are you doing? Go, go, go! Oh, you're kind of embarrassing me. Hey, what's that glowing on your neck? Tommy are looking up in Kimmy's place for Fernando 
and Tom, little Tommy is holding a soccer ball, which he proceeds to roll under the bed there, and it rolls right back out. Yeah, he's under the bed. Like, what is your deal, man? I get it, you're lonely because you're in a house by yourself, but you can't just come over to the house whenever you want. You have to be invited. Well, what am I saying? How many times did Kimmy just barge in over the years at Full House? I mean... I don't know. I just, I find Fernando annoying pretty much in this. I mean, there are some instances that, you know, in episodes he can be funny, but he just comes off as annoying and irritating in my eyes in this episode. Found me. He he pops his head out from under the bed and says, oh, you found me. Now it's your turn to hide. And DJ's like, Fernando, get out of there. What's going on with you? Why don't you want to stay at your own house? And he says, I feel so lonely there. And it's like, well, I, he doesn't have any, he, he just has, you know, Kimmy's house. That's, no one else lives over there. I mean, I get it. Fernando says, you know, I just miss Kimmy and Ramona and all my friends and even the little dog, Derek. I'm like, okay, can we just go back to calling him Cosmo, please? Thank you. And DJ says, well, as, how can you be lonely? You live with Jimmy Gibbler. And Fernando says, we only have one thing in common. We both want to live here. And Fernando says, I feel so deprived of all the love and the hugs and the musical numbers. Well, I mean, I can imagine. There's always something going on. There's also always people to hang out with at the Tanner house. I mean, I get why Kimmy would want to go over there. Heck, I, if I were, I'd want to go over there too. And so it's beats being by yourself. DJ says, you know, I'll tell you what, you are totally welcome to come over here anytime you want. Between the hours of 9 a.m. and 6 while I'm at work. And Fernando thanks DJ and says, and thank you for making me feel so welcome these past 10 months. And she's like, don't worry about it. And he's like, even though I was not so welcome at the, at the beginning. And DJ says, because you moved in without asking. And Fernando says, well, but then you warmed up to me the second and third month. And DJ says, well, because you are mostly out of town. And Fernando adds, months four to eight were pretty rocky. Can't, uh, DJ finally cuts him off like, you know, okay, I think we're done here. Then he mentions by month nine, we were inseparable. Oh my goodness, Fernando. Fernando? <laughs> Tommy and I have searched the whole house. We know you're in here. Where are you, Fernando? <laughs> Fernando, come on out. You found me. Now it's your turn to hide. Really going on with you? Why don't you want to stay at your own house? I feel so lonely there. I miss Kimi and Ramona and all my friends and even the little dog Derek. How can you be lonely? You live with Jimmy Gibbler. We only have one thing in common. We both want to live here. I feel so deprived of all the love and the hugs and the musical numbers. Tell you what, you are totally welcome 
to come over here anytime you want between the hours of nine and six while I'm at work. <laughs> thank you, Livesey. And thank you for making me feel so welcome these past ten months. No problem. Even though I was not welcome at the start. <laughs> because you moved in without asking. But then you warmed up to me the second and third months. Because you were mostly out of town. Months four to eight were pretty rocky. Okay, I think we're done here. But then by month nine, we were inseparable. So Kimmy and Ramona come in to the kitchen from the back door. And Stephanie's eating something at the kitchen counter. And she tells, you know, Kimmy says, Ramona, you can go to your room. I'll be up there after I have words with Stephanie. And Ramona mouths to Stephanie, I'm sorry. So as soon as Ramona's gone, Kimmy lets loose. She says, I know all about your hickey hiding and your cool aunt talk with my daughter behind my back. And Kimmy looks so hurt. She really does. And Stephanie says, Kimmy, look, I told Ramona to talk to you. And, you know, Stephanie says, you know, maybe I should have come and talked to you myself. But she asked me to keep it a secret and I didn't want to betray her trust. And Kimmy folds her arms like, don't try using sincerity on me. And, And Stephanie even says, you know, if I did the wrong thing, I am truly heartily sorry. And Kimmy says, and heartfelt apologies, how dare you? Yeah, Stephanie hits a nail right on the head here with saying, you're just mad because Ramona confided in me instead of you. And, you know, Stephanie adds, you know, you want Ramona to come to you for everything and you're afraid that she's growing up and that you'll drift apart. It's like, that's the thing with having, you know, Kim, you know, Kim, but Stephanie and DJ there that Ramona can go to any of them with, with a question. But then I can understand, you know, Kimmy would feel hurt. It's like, because she is Ramona's mom. Uh, and she's like and now you resort to telling me the truth it's like Kimmy come on here let's stay on the same page and Kimmy says I'd be furious if you weren't absolutely right about everything it's like yeah she is and yeah Kimmy says uh, thanks Stephanie and by the way congratulations you're rehired (laughs) and then Stephanie gives Kimmy this little thing wait when did you fire me Kimmy says on the drive home from laser tag in my mind Okay. And Kimmy tells Stephanie, but now I realize you are a tremendous asset to this company. It's like, yes, it's like the uh, Jesse Joey advertising thing or the radio show that they did together. That kind of partnership. It's just fun to watch. Kimmy tells Stephanie, make me some coffee and later we'll talk about your paid vacation. (laughs) Kimmy starts to walk away, turns around and says, spoiler alert, there is none. Go to your room. I'll be up there after I have words with Stephanie. (laughs) I know all about your hickey hiding. (laughs) And your cool aunt talk with my daughter behind my back. (laughs) Kimmy, I told Ramona to talk to you. Maybe I should have come to you myself, but she asked me to keep it a secret and I didn't want to betray her trust. Don't try using sincerity on me. If I did the wrong thing, I am truly, deeply sorry. And heartfelt apologies? How dare you? <laughs> You're just mad because Ramona confided in me instead of you. 
You want Ramona to come to you about everything. You're afraid she's growing up and that you'll drift apart. And now you resort to telling me the truth? <laughs> I'd be furious if you weren't absolutely right about everything. Thanks, Stephanie. Oh, and by the way, congratulations, you're rehired. <laughs> Wait, when did you fire me? <laughs> On the drive home from laser tag, in my mind. <laughs> but now I realize you are a tremendous asset to this company. <laughs> Make me some coffee and later we'll talk about your paid vacation. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there is none. All right, so now we're up in Ramona's room. Kimmy asks if she can come in. And Ramona, of course, like a typical teenager, is like, Mom, I don't see why you're making such a big deal out of this. I didn't do anything wrong. So Kimmy comes in, all apologies. Like, I know you didn't, and I'm sorry. I freaked out at laser tag. I embarrassed you in front of your friends. And, you know, Kimmy, you know, she's hurt. She says, I just wish you would have come to me. It's like, I'm your mom, you know? I want to be able to help you with... I want to... Yeah, you know, she just... I mean, I can understand where, like, if you confided in, like, an aunt or a grandparent instead of your own parent, how they'd feel a bit slighted. And Ramona gets up from her chair and starts, you know, walking towards her bed. And, you know, I was embarrassed. And Kimmy tells her, Ramona, you can talk to me me about anything and everything and I like that you know and that's the truth you know Ramona can come to her and stuff and yes it'll be a little awkward because you know she's Kimmy but she still gives great motherly advice yes she has a an awkward creepy song about your body changing but um that's just Kimmy being Kimmy Kimmy says you know and I know you have three moms in this house so if you want to talk to them too that's fine and she says, you know, if you want to talk to them, too, that's all right, too. And Ramona says, thanks, Mom. And I like how Kimmy kind of leads her over to the bed so they can sit down and talk and have a mother-daughter moment here. says, Kimmy, you know, I don't mean to pry, but I just, I need to know. So, yeah, she says, you know, were you and Popco, you know, and she starts gesturing. And Ramona says, no, Mom, we, we were just kissing. I'm sorry, but a hickey isn't kissing. Kissing is kissing on the lips. When a, when kissing turns into hickey making, it's like that goes to another level. And Kimmy's like, whew, I mean, whatevs. <laughs> and, and then Kimmy's like, no, I don't mean whatevs. I mean, whew. It's like, yeah, I guess she's trying to be the cool mom and stuff. But it's like, no, you still kind of have to have them rein it in. Ramona says, look, I'll try to share more with you, okay? But you have to promise me one thing. Kimmy says, all right, anything at all. And Ramona says, never sing that body-changing song again. Like, ever. <laughs> I keep saying DJ's name when I want to say Kimmy, and I keep saying Kimmy when I want to say DJ. Kimmy says, oh, you know I can't promise that. I'm thinking, please, promise. She said, Kimmy says, that's the only song I ever wrote, and I love it. It's like, I know you do, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> Don't sing it out of the confines of that house. How about that? And Kimmy says, but I'll do my best. And Ramona says, thanks, Mom. I love you. I love the mother-daughter moments with Kimmy and Ramona. 
Kimmy says, oh, I love you too. And they hug. Aww. Can I come in? Mom, I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. I didn't do anything wrong. I know you didn't. And I'm sorry I freaked out at laser tag. <laughs> I just wish you would have come to me. I was embarrassed. Well, don't be. You could talk to me about anything and everything. But I know you have three moms in this house. So if you want to talk to them too, that's all right. Thanks, Mom. So I don't mean to pry, but I just need to know, were you in Popco? <laughs> Just kissing. Phew. Oh, I mean, whatevs. No, I don't mean whatevs. I mean, phew. Look, I'll try to share more with you, but you'll have to promise me one thing. Anything at all. Never sing that body changing song again. You know I can't promise that. That's the only song I ever wrote, and I love it. But I'll do my best. Thanks, Mom. I love you. Oh, I love you too. All right, so that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was funny in some parts and stuff like that. Probably not the strongest episode, but I mean, and there are other Ramona episodes that I can do in the years to come for Sonny Brinkus's birthday too. So, best outfit. I think I'm going to give it to... Maps a sweater vest. <laughs> I just think it's cute. Uh, runner up, of course, is gonna be. You know, actually, I think I'm gonna swap. I'm gonna say best outfit. I wanted to go to Ramona's like olive army green jacket, and then runner up will be Max's sweater vest. Uh, worst outfit. Um. Uh, gosh, I don't really think I have one. Um, cause even I mean, if I had to give a a second runner up after Max, Kimmy's laser tag outfit, which was like the black leather with the the pink like zigzag stripes, I thought was really cool. It almost looked like a biker outfit. It was really cool. Um, yeah, worst outfit. I'm going to go over, this will probably be the first time I say this, but, uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I really don't have one, so, I don't think that's ever happened in my time. Maybe once, it's, maybe it's happened once since doing the podcast, but no, I just, I don't have one, so, I'm not just going to make one up, just, or just, like, uh, drag someone through the mud just to have one, so, Tanner Teachable moment. Look, I get it. I was a teenager once, too. I never did any hickey or never received hickeys, never gave hickeys as a teenager. 20-something-year-old? Sure. Um, I will admit to that. And yes, you probably already know who the person is. So, uh, I mean, I never got any, but I, yeah. So, Tanner Teachable moment, like I said. I get it's embarrassing and stuff, but don't, I mean, it's embarrassing when you have 
you're a teenager and you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or however and you guys are you know doing your thing and you know there's a you have a hickey or something that is physically visible is be prepared for questions you don't want a hickey to be known about then don't put it like on the neck which usually it seems like hickey placement is always going to be around the neck area so yeah <laughs> i remember there's an episode of I guess Tanner Teachable moment for this is just um, be prepared to answer questions if you if you're doing the whole hickey thing and you have it in a spot that's visible. Be honest. I know it's embarrassing, but your parents were teenagers too once. I mean, come on. Um, there's an episode uh, of Who's the Boss where Samantha or Sam, you know Tony Maselli's daughter got a hickey and all her friends were just like oh my god you're so lucky you have a hickey and then she's trying to hide it from tony because it's on the neck and she's like got her neck like kind of her head bent sideways trying to hide it and it's like uh, yeah no but all right so yes again i want to say happy birthday to sonny bringus this is actually going to be released on her birthday which is february 2nd so happy 20th birthday coming to sonny bringus all right jumping back kicking off the valentine's dating disasters series for february Kicking that off with season two's episode Triple Date, which that is episode eight of season two. Triple Date, which aired no, uh, December 9th, 1988. Danny is over. Wow, this is a very. Okay, here we go. Here's a uh, smaller one. Okay. Danny is over the moon when he gets a date at the market, and the guys have a triple date with her and her two friends. It becomes awkward when it turns out Danny's date has a history with Jesse. Did we not see that one coming? <laughs> DJ loses Danny's wedding ring down the drain. Gah. Yeah. I, um, because, yeah, that also is a big thing of when Danny says, should I take my wedding ring off? It's like, well, like, that's the thing you got to be. Even DJ, at some point in season one, decides, should I take my wedding ring off? And, I mean, I, I'm going to be 100% honest here. Um, I haven't worn my wedding ring. It's a wedding ring engagement thing. I haven't worn it in a while just because it doesn't fit on my fingers anymore. And I know they say you can get it enlarged. But I'm like, no, well, because once I look... It, when I first wore it, when after I first got married, it was a little big. And it was a little loose. And now I'm just like, no, I don't want to go through the trouble of enlarging it. Because once I lose the weight and everything, I don't want it to be bigger than, you know, I just don't. So, I, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, Jeremy is... 
always worn his wedding ring. He's never taken it off unless he's doing the dishes on a very rare occasion because I do the dishes, he does the laundry. But since I had been sick with uh, COVID, he actually, I just had not been feeling well. He had actually did the dishes for a little bit. So, yeah. But um, that, that and taking a shower, those are the only times that he takes his wedding ring off. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, look forward to that one. Actually, I'm thinking I'm going to try this, okay? I'm going to try and see if it works. So I'm going to upload a triple date. I'm going to do that December 4th. And then the 11th is going to be Lost in the Dust. The 18th is going to be dating the dating game. And then I figured since Valentine is in the title, I might cover My Little Valentine when Joey dates Roxy, introduces her to the family, she's a stand-up comic, and she pretty much roasts the Tanners in her, her act. And they don't really care for that, so I figured why not add that at the very end of the month, so we'll see about doing that. I also do have plans to finally, probably towards the end of the month of February, get out the Punky Brewster reboot second episode season one making room for Izzy I'm gonna get that out I definitely would like to I know I had kind of uh, teased that last fall about being that February is Black History Month and I want to do cover that Family Matters episode. I believe it was season two. I actually went out and got the three-pack of DVDs since they took Family Matters off of Hulu. And I wanted to cover that episode. That um, racial episode. Where Laura wants them to make um, Black History like a, a course or a curriculum or a class for the school. And the reception she gets with that is not good. In fact, it is downright hateful. Some of what she, the backlash she's getting from other students on that. So I want to, I want to do that. I am going to try, and I don't want to say I'm going to make promises, but I want to try to do, because I've been talking about this for well over a year, um, the Different Strokes episode, Arnold's Girlfriend, part one and two I wanna for Black History Month I wanna get that next month as well I will do my very best to get to that as well so a lot of things packed in I do have the <clears throat> Back to the Future movie which is just going up on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast because it's not really meant for you know underage ears so alrighty I'm going to be releasing that probably Saturday Saturday or yeah most likely Saturday so alright look forward to that look forward to triple date coming out on the 4th and this episode will be out on February 2nd again I say happy birthday Sonny Bringus happy 20th birthday if you want to email the podcast you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com 
And if you want to leave a review for the podcast, you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcast, search Full House or Fuller House Podcast, click on Oh My Lando, Holy Chalupas, Full House, Fuller House Podcast, and leave a review. Use emojis. You can use them to describe episode titles, stuff like that. Other characters. I'd like to have a crack at that again. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.